Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2017. And welcome to Out on the Night, the only Golden Girls podcast you'll ever need to listen to. I'm Hacha Alan Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls. And then we communicate about it. Every time, <laughs> you never do it the same. <laughs> keep it fresh, keep it on you the know, toes. On your other podcast, you have another, on your other podcast, you do it the same every time. Well, that's a more serious podcast. I guess. Um, not really at all. No, I don't know. I, it's just, it's fun to do different things on this I one. I just always wonder if this is the first well, because episode on this someone's one, listening well, to. Well, you know what it is? This one, we have a, we have an intro, a scripted mm-hmm. intro that we do the same thing every time. And on that one, we have a scripted intro, but it's like not as fun as this one. Like this one is meant for me to be entertaining and fun. Whereas that one's just does, like, then does it make hey, me you sound, guys. Does it make me sound boring? Because I do it the same way every time. Well, I'm I'm not stopping you from being creative. That's true. You're not holding me back. Guys, we just watched <laughs> Welcome to Out on the Lanai. We just watched season five, episode 16, Clinton Avenue Memoirs, which mm. aired on February 3rd, 1990. And is the episode where Sophia goes back to Brooklyn because she's starting to forget things about Sal. And it made me really sad knowing that Estelle Getty was kind of going through something similar at the yeah, same time. Yeah, there is a sad parallel here. But, but... When you set up the episode, and I, I often don't remember episode names, you know what I mean? I have to, like, know details to sort of really know what it's about. And so you just said the name, and I was like, Man, I don't know why it's sad. And then I started watching, I was like, oh, that's why it's sad. But it actually is really sweet. It has a really, it's a really sweet episode. It's sweet. It has some sad moments. Yeah, it And does. it has some really good writing. It, but amazing writing in this episode. I could not help but spend the entire episode thinking about Estelle Getty and yeah. what she was going through. And wondering if... Well, we don't know if she was going through that at the time. Sure, but we do know that it w- started happening while she was still on the show. I'm trying to... I'm pulling up a character's <clears> name. <throat> yeah, I know. Um, I, it's... it's, Yeah, true. I mean, it does. I, that doesn't get me down. It definitely doesn't get me down. Okay. I'll, I'll try to, I'll try I, I can, to I can stay get positive. Lost. I can separate the actor's personal life from the storyline. Oh, I had a hard time compartmentalizing. Really? Um, but yeah. the episode opens with... Blanche strolling into the kitchen Oof. in the most gorgeous blue and gold outfit. Yes, she with is the on gorgeous it. earrings, and she says, "Whoa, is me? Whoa, whoa, yes. whoa, is me?" Yes, and she's upset because she thinks her hair is dull and listless. <laughs> and you know what? I think her hair looks amazing. I think yeah. her hair looks just like Ducky's and pretty in pink. Oh, it's got yeah. this like height to it and it's a little fluffy and it's wider up top. Yeah. And it's, by the way, John Cryer and Pretty in Pink singing Otis Redding's Try a Little Tenderness is probably my favorite scene in any movie of yeah. all time. Yeah. I don't know Pretty in Pink. <gasps> do you know the Try a Little Tenderness scene? Yes, I do. Okay. Are you sure? I just don't care about that movie. I mean, oh. I'm sorry. I, I just I watch it and I'm like, I just really straight like it. People basic. I just like it. <laughs> um, so Blanche is upset because she wants to get her hair done at yes. Hair by Robea, <laughs> but she can't afford it. Spelled 
R-O-B-E-R-T. Yes. <laughs> hey, about Robea. But she can't afford it because she's low on funds this yes. month. She was low on funds in the last episode. Blanche Devereaux. going through some hard times. What are you doing Someone with your money? Someone start a GoFundMe. Blanche, <laughs> this what it a, feels what like. What would a GoFundMe for Blanche look like? Hi, I'm Blanche Devereaux, and I want to look more sexy. I need money to be more sexy. Will you, you give me your money to make me look more sexy? <laughs> I'll take you for a drive in a Mercedes that I don't own. But I can't get rid of. Uh, anyway. Want me to take your baby for the day? I'll pretend it's mine. <laughs> to pick up man. That's what Blanche should do. Yes! Blanche should open a babysitting yes. service where she takes other people's babies <laughs> to the park. pretends they're hers. Pretends they're hers, just like she did with Aurora. But then, no, I'm not even going to go in that ramp because it's going to open up a Diane Keaton film called The Good Mother from 1988, and I don't need to go in that direction. So we're just going to continue. Wait, you had an opportunity to go on a tangent about something unrelated to the episode, and well, you didn't take it? It's just, it, it's it's sort of a complicated Are you film. Okay? It's a complicated film, and it's just, too, you should bring it, guys. Liam Neeson, Diane Keaton. It's a great film. Great. <laughs> so um, Rose mentions that she's been swamped with this project for Enrique Mas. I'm oh, glad that they're saying that she's working for Enrique yes. Mas. Um, and she has money for an assistant. Yes. Even though last time we were with Rose, at the end of the episode, Enrique Mas said he was getting her an assistant because yeah. she was so overworked. Yeah. So... Clearly that person didn't work out. Maybe it was like a Murphy Brown storyline where she can't keep an assistant. Because Murphy they don't... Brown had that in every episode where it was a new secretary every episode. Oh, so maybe so, Rose had an assistant yeah. and she fired them or they just quit. Yeah. Um, so Rose is working on this um, project about like looking at the statistics of the supple- of supplemental health care for seniors. Which, I mean, is is... <laughs> Again, sorry guys, historical relevance. These are great. Um, Go. George H.W. Bush introduced uh, one of the things, the healthcare part D. It was like a, it, basically they were seeing that senior citizens through Medicare weren't getting the adequate coverage. Things weren't being adequ- adequately covered under Medicare the way um, Medicare was intended to work. And so they created uh, different parts of healthcare to help senior citizens, which is why now you see like supplemental insurance through AARP and these other things, mainly to help with um, pharmaceutical, like with medicine, basically, because medicine, medicine is, this is unrelated, but is very important. Medicine, when we're talking about healthcare, should be very high up there in the conversation. And that's mm-hmm. a big part of this because it's it's the big pharmaceutical companies that are costing, that are that are raising the prices on medicine. I had a shot during chemo that was $14,000. Which is insane. Which I talked about on a great podcast that you guys should be listening to with a VIP guest of Gabby this podcast, Dunn. Gabby Dunn, called Bad With Money. I'm on the most recent episode, but this is airing in a week. So I'm on an episode, a recent episode of Bad With Money. You guys should check it out. Yes. And we'll talk all about healthcare. Yes. Um, so... Rose says to Blanche, she says, you know, you could be my assistant and help yeah. me with this um, project, with this project, which seems pretty easy because all they're really doing is like surveys, essentially looking through papers and making phone calls. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, Sophia comes into the kitchen and she has forgotten that her and Dorothy are supposed to be going to a particular restaurant for Joe's her and crab something for, yeah, for her and yeah. um, Sal's wedding anniversary. Cause yeah. Dorothy always takes her out cause she knows it's a hard day and she's forgotten and, and, and she's very defensive when she's yes. called out on having forgotten. And, and of course, then Dorothy is very concerned. And, and then Sophia makes a dramatic ecstasy. And I'm going into the living room to, to be feeble if mm-hmm. I can find it. Yeah. And then she leaves and everyone yeah. and uh, all, you know, Blanche and Rose and Dorothy are all like, what happened there? Mm-hmm. Like, and Dorothy basically sets up that she's been forgetting things lately. Yeah. And that she, yeah, she's concerned. Yeah. And then um, there is a lighter, funnier moment that I really loved where what Rose says something that pisses her off. And pisses Dorothy off? Pisses Dorothy off. And Dorothy says, Oh, a, yes. Oh, yes. Oh. And so she's she's explaining. So, no, it wasn't even that. Basically, Rose was just. So Dor- Blanche says something about what happened there. And Rose starts like explaining oh. exactly well, what Sophia happened there. Well, Sophia came in and she asked yeah. Dorothy if she could bring her Just to the place the to get scene. her blood pressure medication. And then medication. Dorothy passes by Rose and says, Rose, you hand me the newspaper. And then as she's doing it, the metro section. She pulls out the metro. It's like the detail of the metro section was it. so perfect. And then she smacks Rose on the head with the paper. And then you made a joke like, well, when we were watching it, 
when she hits her, the Rose's hair, hair it gets suddenly flattened. like the way her it's hair so reacts cool. to being hit with a newspaper was just really like, yeah, her hair Commit- was like, how did was, it get like she that? She was being ugly for the screen. <laughs> no, she looked she amazing. Was, she was amazing, but she was able to get her hair messed up. Yeah, yeah. and Dorothy's just, she's so she's she's upset. upset. She's like, I never thought Ma would lose her memory. She's really upset. So then she goes into the living room and Sophia's looking through an old photo album yeah. and you know, they're, you know, talking about, you know, oh, and then remember this time and then here, here we are down at the Jersey Shore in 1939. Yeah. And then there's like one photo that she's looking at where Dorothy's like, it, it's almost as if she's just pointing out objects that she sees in the picture. She's yeah. like, oh, there you are stirring the sauce. And oh, and there's the pasta maker. And there's the pantry. I'm like, who are you? Do, who's this for? What memories? You remember sauce? That's your memory? I mean, I would remember well, also sauce. Also, she's just like, and look, there's the door. <laughs> and look, there are the plates on the yeah. table. And oh, and look, and there's the refrigerator. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Uh, um, and Dorothy mentions that on the pantry door at their house back in Brooklyn, yeah. that their height measurements, all the kids' height measurements were on it. And Sophia's like, no, no, no. That's where, you know, me and Sal, Sal had the Sophia. heart. That yeah. Sal loves Sophia. And, and Dorothy's insistent that it's not. Yeah. yeah. And, and Sophia doesn't remember most of these photos. She doesn't remember Brooklyn. And she's getting a little she's upset. upset. She's very upset. And it yeah. breaks my heart. It's sad. It is sad. My dad is, my dad's mom um, died of Alzheimer's and my dad now, he's like 72 and he's incredibly forgetful in so much as he has to write something down. If he needs to do something or if it's like a date, he has to write it down or he'll forget it. Um, sometimes he'll forget that he's told me something. If it's like, he'll start to tell me something and I'll be like, oh yeah. I was like, oh, you actually told me yesterday. Oh, okay. I didn't remember. He's having those sorts of memory problems right now, but he's still remembering, like, he still knows all his, like, go-to oldies. Like, he knows about the time that, you know, he was, like, working out on his uncle's farm and this kid, like, shot an arrow in the air and it landed right in front of my dad. So, like... You know, and he remember he remembers all like the important stuff and it's, the long term stuff. My grandfather had Alzheimer's, and he it became a thing. I think I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but um, and if I haven't, it will be obvious where I get this trait from. Uh, he he didn't remember really anything. He wouldn't remember us half the time. He wouldn't mm-hmm. remember. He was really far gone. Yeah. And um, but the one thing that he would remember is his immense deep passionate hatred for Ronald Reagan. Oh yeah. I think we've talked about this. And so it's, 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 uh, it's in a weird way. I think my hatred of Ronald Reagan to this day, and you guys have heard Mm -hmm. it on the podcast, uh, maybe in sort of a loving memory of my grandfather carrying on that hatred, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we hate him for different reasons, yeah, but we, the hate is still equal and strong. Yeah. So that's, I remember that in my, but my grandfather also died of Alzheimer's and it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah, it's yeah. sad too because dementia. All I mean, they're because they're they're, they're dementia is the uh, start of Alzheimer's, right? I don't know how that works actually. I don't know if Alzheimer's is a form of dementia or if they're. I think it might be. Mm. I think I think. Dementia... I mean, we could do a quick Google search. I yeah. feel like this is the type of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's. Well, I mean, and the thing about it is, and, you know, it was, yeah, it's a form of dementia. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the the sad thing about, I guess, dementia in general is that it's, you know, when you lose someone, you lose someone, they're mm-hmm. gone. But when you, when the person that you know is slowly starting to fade away, they're yeah. still physically there, but they're not there. You know, that's, that to me is... And it's one of the diseases. Almost in some, it's almost more. It's harder. Heartbreaking because yeah. you're watching this slow. You what know, always progression. Helped, helped me with my grandfather and my mother always kind of put this in perspective. That um, you know, yes, it's sad for us to lose the person that to watch the person be lost essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but fortunately for them in many cases, even though it can be very jarring and confusing and especially during the process of it, it's them not remembering 
isn't necessarily traumatic anymore mm-hmm. after a certain point. And my grandfather was very happy. And, you know, we, we, we made a point of being very sort of in present and, and not communicating about lots of things or reminding him that he did, he forgot that he had said something yesterday or whatever, mm-hmm. or that we had that conversation, but just being very present and saying, acknowledging that, yeah, we're just going to talk about this again. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's going to be mm-hmm. and being okay with it. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's cause it's less about us yeah. than it is about, you know what I mean? Right. Like it's all about them. Mm-hmm. And I think in, especially with something like Alzheimer's or dementia, we forget that because mm-hmm. we are so traumatized by what's happening mm-hmm. that we make it about us. Right. And it's, I think it's important to remember it's about the person going through of it. Of course. Yeah. 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 Which is true of any sort of disease. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess we should all be doing our Sudokus. Yeah. Keeping our minds, you know, oh, yeah. our I minds mean, working. I do so many things to keep. I just discovered, Whoa, speaking of keeping, I'm up. so excited about this. All right, I can't let's bring the energy back tell up. you. Okay, there's this thing that's an old thing, but it was revamped to like look cool like a year ago. And I just saw an ad for it and I got super excited. It's called Power Rangers? No, no. It's called Book of the Month Club. The website, it's like an actual club. Mm-hmm. And they select like, like really smart writer people like select five books a month that you can choose from. Ooh. And and it's a new book every month. And it's like, I think it's like $10 a month or $14 a month. And if you add a book onto it, it's just like an additional $10 mm-hmm. to add a new book. I am so excited about this. I'm like a ferocious reader. Yay. Like I am obsessively reading all the time. Um, like Blanche. I am. And yeah, I am. I am very similar to Blanche. And uh, I think we're reading different things, though. Maybe. But yeah, no, it's so it's Book of the Long Clothes. It's, it's a great way to keep your mind sharp. Just keep reading, guys. Just cool. keep reading. Maybe we can get them as a sponsor. Oh, that would be great. Uh, I would love that. So, um, so Rose is now sort of she's starting to do her work. And yes. Blanche just strolls on in. She yeah. was playing tennis. Yeah. Wearing her short little tennis skirt. <laughs> look real cute. She looked, her legs. She looked cute. Went on for days. Oh, that girl, her, she got. When she sat down, her legs, that short, that skirt was short. And her legs looked Tennis gorgeous. sounds like the worst activity in the world. Why? Because of the grunting? Well, the grunting, the jumping, the running, the outdoors. You, don't do you can play tennis without jumping. No, you can't. Yes, you can. How Are you, you sure you're this? not thinking of volleyball? That sounds horrible, too. You don't have to... We're talking (laughs) both feet leaving the ground, jumping. It just sounds horrible. You can play tennis without jumping. But the outfits look great. They do look great. Yes. They do look great. Um, So Rose sort of calls her out on, you know, the fact that she hasn't done any work yet. And... um, Sophia and Dorothy come home, and suddenly Dorothy's in a better mood. She's in a better mood, but before we go into their moods, can we talk about their outfits? Because Sophia's wearing this bright, like, bright fucking blue. I mean, it is a gorgeous blue dress, like, suit dress sort of thing. Beautiful. And Dorothy is wearing this red, flowy, and sort of like a culottes type sort of, like, like baggy pants thing. Oh, I'm loving it. I need I need Dorothy's outfit desperately, like desperately. We should get you. We should just start commissioning people to make <laughs> Please, Dorothy yes. outfits. Send for you. me outfits. I need these. Um, but so, no, they, so they find out that yes. her her memory loss is a is a um, is a could be related diet. to a nutritional imbalance, which is also very important. I mean, we were just talking about before the podcast how I'm trying very hard to get a lot of water in because it's mm-hmm. it helps with. The process of losing weight, which I'm desperately trying to do right now for right. this movie. So, but I wonder if because they Dorothy says as long as they put her on a new diet, she should be good as new and start gaining back some of those memories that she lost. Doctors and nurses out there who listen to the podcast can older people have memory issues because of, or I guess anybody in general because of diet. I mean, I know that there are things that you can eat that are said to improve memory, but I think there's something, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in like how nutrition can really alter how you perform a, but also like your capabilities and doing things like the, my response after. So like when I was doing CrossFit hardcore, I went back Mm -hmm. to meet and it was great because I was like working out and I had a lot of energy and I was eating a thing. And then as soon as I stopped doing CrossFit, because I like hurt my back, (laughs) typical story, Mm -hmm. um, because I hurt my back, I naturally just started going back to being a vegetarian. It was Mm -hmm. just sort of like a very, it was a very natural thing for me to do. I don't miss it. I don't crave anything. It's like, it's such a strange thing the way I think physiologically my body 
wanted a certain thing and mm-hmm. they just sort of went back to that. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think, so I think food has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm curious. Yeah. Um, so also, okay. Did Blanche sleep with JFK? <laughs> I mean, I hope so, <laughs> but I also, I mean, it's unlikely. Maybe she gave him a handy. Do you, okay. This is a, Okay, I'm going from Blanche, sleeping with JFK, JFK, Marilyn Monroe. Well, let's set it up. Do you think up. Marilyn let's Monroe was murdered up. first? We don't have to... It's fine. It was like a dumb little joke. It was a cute joke. It was Sophia a cute doesn't, joke. So, so she is upset that she lost her memory because she won't remember she slept with JFK. And then Dorothy's like, he wouldn't have wanted you. And then Blanche then says, whatever. Um, I, <laughs> I'm so glad we went back. I love it. But no, do I... Do you think Marilyn Monroe was no, murdered? I don't. I don't. I do think that she was mistreated. Um... And I think she was used, and I think she was taken for granted, mm-hmm. but I don't think she was murdered. I think it was definitely a suicide or an overdose. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I think maybe she was murdered. You think the Kennedys killed her? I'm not saying the Kennedys killed her. I just went from JFK to Maryland because, like, you who know, everybody her? talked about it. Who would have killed her? Might have been the Kennedys. I mean... I don't know. I don't know who <laughs> killed her. I no, I don't think so. I think she she had so many drugs in her system, and she was such. Let me ask you this question: A user. Do you think Kurt Cobain was murdered? No, okay. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I I love talking about conspiracy theories, but I'm the last person to believe in them. Okay. I don't believe in them. I know it's okay. really bad. And also, you have to remember, I am a member of a family that who is connected to a very infamous murder. Do you know this? Remind me. You've told this story. I have. I am related, ladies and gentlemen, and people who do not identify with either gender, to the first woman ever legally executed in the United States. She was executed for assisting John Wilkes Booth in the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Right. But her name wasn't Mud, right? No, it was okay. not. Uh, and her name Mary Surratt. Right. And she had this uh, military tribunal sort of thing, and and what happened to her because i mean she was clearly innocent and what happened to her during that tribunal actually set certain sort of military trial standards after that because they 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 learned from like what they had done to this woman oh interesting and they murdered her i mean they they she was killed or she was executed for it she Whoa. was hung there's a the famous picture of um the people who conspired right, right. with john wilkes booth and and there's the woman in the middle in the dress, and that's my that's my great 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 whatever. And yeah, wow. So I'm just saying I have a connection to murder, um, very intimate one. Okay, and I it, know. Yeah, sounds like I it. know these things. Um, there is a really there's a moment at the end of the scene that starts very serious and sad and gets very funny. Um, where Sophia's still very upset with what's going on, and she yeah. leaves the room and. The three women are sitting there and Dorothy's like, oh, God, I just, you know, hate seeing Ma like this. And Blanche is like, I hate seeing what this does to you. (laughs) And Rose is like, I hate watching those FBI warnings at the beginning of video (laughs) rentals, which brought me back because I was like, oh, yeah, you'd see that FBI. That that, is annoying. Yeah, We see it uh, because we play the Golden Girls DVD and we see it at the beginning of that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So can we talk about how Blanche looks when she's sitting on the couch with a stack of paper making calls. <laughs> she's Well, she's wearing this, like, nightgown. Oh, gosh. And it's, like, middle of the day, well, it seems. It's she's wearing, like... <coughs> excuse me, guys. I still have the cough. She's wearing a pink silk... I can't tell if it's, like, just a... a if it's, like, a two-piece pajama set yeah. or if it's just, like, a nightgown. But it's yeah. pink and it's silk. And over it is this, like, hot pink... Yes. ...and salmon-colored robe. Ooh. I want... It somewhere somebody yeah, has purchased I don't want these it, from the Rue McClanahan estate, and someone, someone somewhere yeah. is walking around an apartment, a house, a farmhouse. I don't know, wearing these robes and some kitten heels. Oh, kitten and I'm heels. so jealous. Yeah, yeah. And yes, Blanche. And it's so funny because Blanche's attitude. It's she's and her actions so are so nonchalant. She's she's so similar to what she's doing. She did in the last episode. She's on the phone with someone doing a survey with a stack of papers next to her, and yeah. and she's you know asking him like what's your marital status, and yeah. and uh, she learns that his wife died three weeks ago, and she's yes. trying to pick him up, which you know she was just trying to pick up men in a sketchy way in the last episode, and on top of that, the last episode was all about 
you know, yeah. whether or not Miles had waited too long. Yeah. Or before, you know, if Miles had waited long enough, we're starting to date uh, Rose and Blanche is part of that conversation. Um, it's how she does. She's on brand. Yes. She's very, you very know, consistent. and God bless her for it. She looked good. She looked good. And I'm like, you don't need to go to Robert. She got your that hair like Annie Lennox 80s right haircut going on. Yes. I love it. It looked amazing. Sweet dreams are made of rue. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to disagree? Disapprove. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Travel the world and the shady pines. Oh, very good. You know. Everybody's looking to Dorothy. Because of my age, our age, I guess, and maybe just the radio stations that I listened to as a kid, um, I believe I was in seventh grade when the Marilyn Manson cover of Sweet Dreams came out, and I believed that that was the first one that I'd heard. Oh, interesting. Really? Yep. Oh, no. See, I- Do you want to hear something even crazier? Yes, I do. Oh, God. This is so embarrassing. Say it. Spray it. I maybe- um, Limp Biscuits cover of Faith was maybe the first cover of Faith I ever heard. But, but, George Michael's One More Try was my favorite song as a child. So I don't know how I missed Faith. I was young in the 80s, but I loved One More Try. It's Make interesting. my mom crank it in the window in the radio. It's interesting because I... Oh, that's so embarrassing. And I do think, I, 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 don't, I, I don't like separating, you know, gay from straight a lot. But there are some times where you say things like that and from a... Young gay male perspective, I'm appalled because, like, I knew of Annie Lennox, not because of Sweet Dreams or anything, but because of sisters <laughs> are doing it for themselves. Oh, wait. Do I know that? I think I know that song from Sister Act. With Aretha Franklin. Yeah. And, that song was on Sister and Act. I remember <laughs> seeing that video and just being like, I love these women. These women are the best. Let and me ask you a question. Yes. I will always love you. The yeah. first time you heard that was it the bodyguard or was it Dolly Parton? It was bodyguard. Okay, definitely okay. bodyguard. So yeah. I also thought that was a Whitney yeah. Houston I didn't. Original. I didn't really have a reference for Dolly Parton at that point because she, the only reference I had for Dolly Parton was for Dolly Parton as an actress. Oh yes, yeah, Steel, Steel Magnolias. <gasps> yeah, and there was no real music Drink coming out Shelby. that that except for Straight Talk. There was no real music coming out that like really hit me with Dolly. Right. Whereas the Bodyguard, of course, was right. everything. Yes, that scarf flying through the air, separating oh. with that knife. I mean, that was a sharp knife. Mm. That was Whitney's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so Rose tells Rose Blanche fires that she's her. fired. She fires her, and she says you should never work with friends, which. I kind of get it. Sometimes yeah. that can be complicated. It can be. It can, can be. you know, you, you have to main, sometimes I think it can be hard to maintain a professional relationship when you have a personal relationship with someone. I mean, look at when Dorothy and Blanche were working together at the it's museum. It's never good. It's never good. And Blanche thought Dorothy was going behind her back. Yeah. And, all those know. small businesses fail. I mean, it's bad news, guys. You know, don't do it. What do you mean all those small businesses They had the fail? wedding business. They oh, had the, the mink business. I they had you meant, so many different businesses that failed. I thought you meant like all small businesses in general fail because no, it's all friends and family. No, on the Golden working. Girls. Yes, yes, yes. <coughs> yeah, no. Yes, yes. She's fired. So then um, Sophia... Well, R- R- Blanche also says, you can't fire me. That's sex discrimination. <laughs> I forgot about that. And, she's, and Rose is like, how is that sex discrimination? Well, that's what I was doing this afternoon when I didn't get the work done. <laughs> Rose is surprisingly like smart and on point in this episode. Yeah. like She's, she's not Rose. Well, she's, you know, she's working her brain a lot doing yeah. this stuff for Enrique Mas. Enrique Mas. So then Sophia comes out, announces she's going back to Brooklyn. The doctor said it would help if she stirred up some memories. Yes. Which I agree. And she basically just springs it on Dorothy that she's also going. Yeah, that was the thing that killed me because she was like, she clearly used Dorothy's credit card to pay for it. But then she's walking out like, okay, bye, everybody. I'm going to Brooklyn. And yeah. I'm like. So the cab has pulled up, uh, presumably, and you haven't even yet told Dorothy that she's going? I mean, Dorothy wears a lot of layers, so she's probably ready. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) She could probably, yeah, she could just get on a plane. She could make four outfits out of one. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um... I love that Dorothy's outfits literally could be that. Like, Dorothy could lose her pants sometimes, put a little, like, tie a scarf around her waist and have a cinch waist, and it would be a completely different outfit. Oh, yeah. Or she could take it, tie a shirt around. I mean, mm-hmm. she could take one outfit that she wears and turn it into several different she outfits. She could be, like, one of those quick change artists, like those, like, quote-unquote magicians who... Alaska, if you're listening, <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to get a Dorothy outfit... 
and then I want you to in a viral video. It will be we. It's it, you. Ha- you, it, you can't just say viral. It video. will be you have viral. To- it will be viral. Like I know it will be, and that's why it has to be called that from the beginning as you're even shooting it. You need to take Dorothy's outfits, and you need to demonstrate that you can turn it into like seven different outfits in one. God, I would kill for that. You could have done. You could have done this in a private message. I'll text her. <laughs> so then the scene gets this is the the big sad moment of the scene yes. which we both agreed the writing was phenomenal on point perfect very on point yeah um sophia says that she doesn't mind forgetting about some things but yeah. sal was the most important thing in her life and she doesn't want to forget him yeah she says she barely remembers getting married and i was trying to write all this down i was typing so fast she says um, I hate getting old. You always seem to be losing something. And yeah. she says, you know, first it's your eyesight. And then, you know, you're listening to the TV. People tell you to turn it down. That you can live with. They're trying to take something from me that I just can't give. Yeah. I can't lose my Sal. Not again. Not again. I'm goosebumps right now not listening again. to it. It's the not again in that sentence that oh. really sort of like sins at home. That was it's some really, yeah. amazing writing. Yeah, amazing acting. That was acting. some amazing acting from Estelle Getty. Yeah. And again, just echoing like yeah it just that that extra bit of meaning to it it made me i almost i cheered up a little bit yeah um then we get to um some like city shots in new york like you see on friends like yeah. it's like oh here's a well, they have they have literally two shots of new york they have the brooklyn bridge and a street that is supposed to look like it is in Brooklyn, but it is in fact probably in Lower Manhattan. Well, I don't know. I you could say that that's Brooklyn. I mean, I see the Clinton Street, and I see <laughs> I see like Lower East Side, which is where she would have been anyways, an immigrant. Maybe. Um, I uh, was once like madly in love with the guy that lived on Clinton Avenue. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um. In Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which I assume where Clinton Avenue is. I assume that they lived in Clinton Hill, yeah. which I have to wonder back in that day. I mean, I'm sure that Brooklyn been. was probably most immigrant, mostly immigrants. Brooklyn, it was a yeah. lot cheaper to live in Brooklyn back then. It was. Then. A lot it was. cheaper. Yeah. Um, so they show up to this building. Don't know how they got in. Assume, because it's probably one of those where you have to buzz just to get into that front door. So I assume yes. they just waited for someone to like come out or something. Yeah, they had to have done something to yeah. get in. I mean, you know, who knows? They're 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 women of a certain age. Someone probably opened yeah, the door for like them. Yeah, like hold open a door for an old lady. Yeah. Um, there's a great joke where Sophia's like reminiscing about, oh, it's so good to be back in Brooklyn and, oh, to see those kids playing stickball in the corner. And Dorothy's <laughs> like, ma, they were beating a man. Yes. That's why I called the police. <laughs> I loved that joke. That is a good joke. Then, I mean, oh, well, but no, this, uh, Dorothy's, the physical comedy in this next bit is on point. So a man opens the door and it's clearly a person of, you know. He says, buenos dias. Yes. Yeah, so this person is Puerto Rican. We learn in a, in a moment. And, and then, um, but as soon as he opens the door and he says, buenos dias. Uh, Sophia goes, oh God. And then Dorothy just like takes her hand and like puts it around her mouth. It's so good. The way that Dorothy can just put her hand around. Because she can fit her whole hand almost on her face. Yeah, she could have. Yeah, I could have snuffed her right out. Um, (laughs) Yeah, my favorite one of like when Dorothy loves, does that is when she's like, I love my mommy. And she like kisses her on the head. And then she's like, you know, Dorothy introduces herself. This is my mother, Sophia Petrillo. We used to live here. And he's like, yeah. Petrillo? They let Italians live here? I know. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Um, you know what would have been funny? I was thinking that. Modern days, it would have been a hipster couple. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. It would have been an episode of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, I thought it would have been funny as like a winky winky thing for them to have cast the same actor that plays Pepe and Enrique Moss. Oh, like wow. for them to be like, we we only use one actor. I mean, for... that would have been offensive. I know. But <laughs> but they did it with Pepe and they did yeah. it with Enrique and Enrique Moss. Enrique Moss. Although I guess they couldn't have had an Enrique Moss in an episode where Enrique Moss is referenced. Yeah, true. Um so he, he lets, lets her them in. in. And there's a really sweet moment between Dorothy and the man. I don't think we ever got his name, but the man, um, when he, Dorothy's just explaining why they're there, why they are there. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I have an elderly mother myself. I understand. And it's a yeah. sweet, it is a sweet moment. And also too, Sophia and Sal, 
they had a duplex. Like, yeah. they had a moment. I mean, they had the home from, they had Precious. Oh, yeah. Well, we've seen this yeah. apartment in the in all the flashbacks. Have we? We have. We just haven't, we've never seen the kitchen. No, we, but, but we didn't know it was, see the, the no. We've seen the stairs. No, we've seen a different apartment in the flashbacks. But it had stairs. It did have stairs, but the apartment we've in the. We've just never seen the kitchen. Wait, wait, wait. So the apartment in the flashbacks that we saw previously, A, give, it gave the appearance of the house from the entrance where, because if you remember, Sophia's sitting on the couch and, and Dorothy walks in from a side door in the back of the room, not where they walked in in this episode. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a totally different apartment, A. Um, if it, and even if it was an apartment, because I think the old, the old, the old episodes that had the flashback gave the indication that it was a house or a townhome. So, oh wait, so you're saying that they went from a? I think they went do, from this smaller apartment and they moved up bigger. Okay, yes. okay, that makes. Sense. I think they're because I mean this is clearly a different apartment. Okay, you guys who are are have more of a knowledge base of these details, well, we please let look. us know. We could but, just literally But look. I believe it's a completely okay. different apartment. Um, yeah. No, that would make sense. Um, uh, Sophia also mentions that they have this, that the, they've kept the same wallpaper. Yeah. Which is crazy because, like, that means they've kept the wallpaper since, like, 1944. Yeah. That's- and, and also in this scene, maybe even earlier than that, because in this scene, well, no, it would have been 44. In, in this scene... Um, when they're in the kitchen, they go into the kitchen. Which, and by the way, according to IMDb, says that this is the same kitchen set used when Rose sits at the kitchen table by herself, oh, wow. um, wishing a happy birthday. Oh, I, yeah. I see that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so they're in the kitchen, and 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 you know they can't like Blan- or Rose, not Rose, Dorothy. They go over to the cupboard, and Sophia's there, and she sees the height marks, and there's not. There- also, do you notice that? Dorothy was like six feet tall when she was a kid. I know. She's like, oh look, yeah. there's Phil, that there's Gloria. I think it's also or, awesome that B. Arthur allowed that joke because that's yeah. clearly a joke at her expense. Um, and uh, but Sophia's upset that she doesn't that the heart isn't there, and mm-hmm. you know Dorothy of course is sad, and she starts telling this story about when Phil was brought home, and there's a there's a flashback that looks cheesy, but it actually turns out to be a really sweet flashback. I so the actors that they use in this flashback first for. The woman playing Sophia, they used it's a Gina. Yeah, they used yeah. Flo Di Ray. I Flo love Di that. Ray. Flo Di Ray. Um, they used her, and they used a different actor for Sal. And I know this is like the earliest we've ever gone back, but I still would have liked to have seen Sophia Estelle, like, like the, the actors, young yeah. Estelle. You but know, I think that probably would have been Sal. a little jarring because. Also, too, in a moment, Sal, older Sal comes back. And so it would have been, it would have been hard. It would have been hard to make that happen, I think. Yeah. Um, But that said, like, I see what you're saying. It was just strange because she had just had a child. So clearly, the only throwback Sophia that we've seen, flashback Sophia we've seen, is Sophia as an adult mother of an adult woman with children. Right. But if I, if I, if I remember right, maybe the Valentine's Day episode. It's just weird. I think this is the first flashback we've ever seen or maybe even i mean aside from like the emptiness spinoff which still the scene started with the women i feel like this is the first flashback or scene in general where we're literally watching the entire scene with actors who have never been on the show obviously gina was in that one episode where i don't even know i can't believe you even bring up the emptiness the episode we do not speak of (laughs) That is the Voldemort of I'm Golden so Girls. I'm so sorry. I will... The episode that has no name. I will say three Henny Pennies for penance. Um, Damn straight. Uh, <laughs> so there's also a funny moment, though, where they're talking about... Because, yes, they've just brought baby Phil home from the yes. hospital. And they're talking about how they've been putting him in Dorothy's clothes. But, like, what's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It's cute. And then Dorothy comes in and she breaks a plate. And she? That girl. Love that girl. Love that girl. I want to find that girl to this day. I wonder if she's listed in the credits. She is. She has a photo on her IMDb page, which tells me she's We need to find her. The way she picks up that plate and just slams it down. On it. Was like the greatest child acting I've ever seen. Besides Jenny Lewis, of course. It's true. It was the, that was a. Janie, Jane D, Jandy Swanson. Okay. What Guys, else Guys, we she need done? to find. Well, she's she's. I mean, she has a newer photo up, but her her most prominent new things are like an episode of Nine Hundred Two One Zero in nineteen ninety eight, an episode of Roseanne something. Oh, the, no, the Roseanne biopic. 
Um, Who did she play Lady in the Bugs. <gasps> She was. Oh, she was in Ladybugs. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah, she was in Roseanne and Unauthorized Biography. Who did she play biography. in Ladybugs? Um, I don't know. I don't. Let me oh. see. Uh, Ladybug. She played Penny Pester. Yes. Oh, I know Penny exactly Pester. who she is. So yeah, we should try <laughs> to get Jandy on. She's an actress and producer now. Okay. Yeah, let's get Jandy on. All right. But um, there's there's a moment that maybe we can dive into this a little bit because I don't remember. Ever Sophia talking about Sal serving in the war. I don't remember ever hearing Sal being in the war at all. And in this scene, when Sal takes Dorothy aside and talks with her about this new baby, um, he says something about how he's been called over, which Mm -hmm. in, in, in the context of the time, it would have been called, I believe, over to war to enlist. Yeah. I mean, if they I mean, were the looking draft. at photos from 39, but I mean, but the United States didn't enter in World War II till what, 41? So. Well, we don't know if these photos were from Sal's, I mean, Phil was already a baby then? I don't know. The timeline's skewy. But called over, what was he called over for? If that's that, if it's not war, what is it? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So maybe, maybe Sal served. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And she had cesarean, Sophia had a cesarean section from a cab driver, which can you imagine what oh, that was like? no. Like, and I mean, what did he sew her up with? I don't even want to know. That's, no, you would die. You would die. You would die. You would die in You would die. But you know, It's Sophia, one thing to say you were delivered in a cab, but like, get, to get a C-section in a like cab? Like Reba McIntyre, Sophia's a survivor. It's a reference to her song, I'm a Survivor. Okay, I was, yeah, I was also It's thinking. the theme song of her show, Reba, which Got you it. should watch sometimes. Got it. It's good, it's on TV Land. Got it. It's a um, l- large block on Saturdays and Sundays. Okay. Yeah. Did you also notice that the actor who played Sal did a good Sal laugh? He did. In the scene uh-huh. the, the, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. He did that well. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm all right with I was, him. I was fine with him being Sal. And actually, you know what? He's kind of cute. He was kind of cute in like a, he's kind of cute in like a, like a dumb, hairy, like balding Italian way. There's something about him. I'm going to look up the actor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so meanwhile, um, Sophia goes upstairs to her old bedroom and sits down on some stranger's bed. Um, but then she puts a photo Kyle of Heffer Sal. still got it. He still has it. Um, yeah, he looks okay. He kind of looks like a cleaner Joe Pesci. Um, <laughs> and she puts a photo of Sal on the end table. I don't know why I said that. I love Joe Pesci. There he is, there he is again. Um, and she talks to the photo. Yes, very sweet. Yeah. And, and, then, and then who shows up? Is this the first time he's appeared as like a g- 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 ghost? I believe so. Like I, he I, I, I get confused because there's later episodes where he appears as a ghost. Um, but I think, yeah, this is his first ghost episode. Oh, but yeah, he appears as an apparition. Yeah, Sid Melton, guys. Sid Melton, ladies and gentlemen, returns. Classic actor. He's he's character actor, round forever. And he tells her, I'm just a fig newton of your imagination. I oh. love that joke. It's a very funny joke. It's so him. It's a very funny joke. I like Sal. I love Sal. I think he's. I, I wish they would have done more with Sal because, like, he's he's such a level. I mean, except for having him be a waiter in one random episode, he a jester he, waiter. Jester. Yeah. How weird was that? That was do very you, weird. Do to you see. think he was embarrassed that day? I think maybe. No, I think he was like, "All right, I'm good. To, I'm just glad I'm working another day." Yeah. Well, true. Uh, no, I love Sal. And this whole moment, this this exchange was really sweet. Basically. You know, Sal, of course, is talking about what heaven's like and God is a and big And how her car. friend Gladys is a lesbian now. Yeah. Yeah, because she's dating her. a woman named Charmaine, which is funny because, like, why give the name of a, of another one of their friends, why say Charmaine when that very clearly is a, is the name of Blanche's sister? That's true. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, yeah. as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, did Charmaine die? Yeah, well, maybe. Well, no, it was Virginia that needed the new, ki- oh, that needed the new kidneys. Oh, Virginia. Sister Charmaine. But basically, Sophia gets to the point where she's like, I'm losing it, Sal. I'm losing you, and I'm scared. And, and you he's, know. And, and you know what? Sal, I got to give it to him. Yeah. He's like, he gives her some tough love in this scene. Does. Because he, he tells about, her he's like. Talks about having a threesome. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, look at you. Like, you're, you're, you're not pretty anymore. You're not. You've yeah. lost your spunk. That's not the Sophia I know. Oh, and he tells Sal. her maybe he's going to uh, go see what uh, Charmaine and, and, and Gladys are up to. Yeah. And she was like, oh, Salvador, I swear to God, you dumb bachacaloop, if you whatever. And he's like, yeah, there it is. That kind of turned me on a little bit. It like did? Like Sal in this scene. Sal knowing. Because there is something super hot about someone knowing you so well that they know exactly what to do to make you angry to push your buttons to then prove a point Mm -hmm. like that's hot sal boner party (laughs) 
Also, I, re- I feel like we should call people dumb botchical loops more. I don't think I'd get it out. Like, I would always, I would attempt to do it, and then I would screw it up as I'm saying it, like, then I would kill the joke. I hate you. So then, again, very, very sad, made me want to cry. So I was like, you know, I'll see you soon, or I'll see you whenever it's your time or something. Yeah. And then she kind of holds her arms out yeah. from across the bed, and he disappears. He Kind of in a, like a, like a Titanic, I'll never let go. Well, yes. I'll never let go. And then that fish let go. Yeah. Man, that pissed me off to this day. He was already dead. He was already dead. But like the right, who wrote that book? James Cameron or that movie? James Cameron. Like James Cameron, I'm sorry. If you have a character holding a frozen dead body and you say, I'll never let go. And then her next action is to let go. It's bad writing. I don't think so. Because you know what? She always kept him in her heart. That's what you say then. You say, I'll never forget you. you. Say, you'll always be in my heart. You know what you say? You give the fucking title of the song of that moment. My heart will go on with you. I love you. Goodbye. And then let go. But you don't actually say the words, I'll never let go. And then have her let go. <laughs> I don't like it. It pisses me off. Well, good thing James Cameron's career ended after that movie. I think James Cameron <laughs> listens to this podcast. No, and I think he he's, he's hearing us right now. And you know what, James? I respect you. I think you have a questionable marriage history, but I respect Whoa. you. He does. It's very, don't talk to Linda Hamilton. She has words. But I wish I had Linda Hamilton's arms in Terminator movies. <laughs> so back to Sophia's moment. <laughs> um, then Dorothy comes into the room after Sal yes. disappears. Because um, our, the, the man who owns the apartment walks in and he has to hurry. He has to go. Because he's going ice skating with his family. Yeah. And he opens his, uh, he opens his uh, closet. closet door. Yeah. And Sophia goes... <gasps> I can't believe it. And then he's like, what, Puerto Ricans can skate? Yeah. Which is cute. Funny. I thought it was funny. And it says, in, in, in the closet door, it said, Sal loves Sophia in the, yeah. the little heart carve. And suddenly Sophia gets her spunk back. Yeah. She gets her energy back. And she was like, oh, of course. Like, I must have thought it was in the kitchen because Sal used to hang his salamis in there. Ah, kitchen, bedroom. I knew it was a room I was good in. Yeah. And there's a huge applause break yeah. as she leaves the room. And then she runs back in and she gets the photo of Sal and she rushes out. Yeah. And then the, another clapping from the audience. And then like the sort of like Italian music plays. Yeah. It was a sweet ending. Yeah. You know what we forgot to go over? <laughs> um, the ending of the Rose Blanche. Um, the Rose Blanche sort of story where so basically oh yeah well turn I me mean, upside it was, down and it was, paint me blue it was kind of <laughs> a dumb ending in a way i think but like basically silly whatever blanche does the work she comes back and she's like she's invested in healthcare for senior citizens and she yeah she's she suggests she realizes how, how expensive it is and for she suggests that that rose instead of cutting her the check she writes the check and she sets it up as if she's going to donate it to a charity mm-hmm. and then she says write the check for what by robert hey, hey by robert because she doesn't want Taxpaying her taxpayer money to go to whatever. Of course, it's selfish branch. Congressman. But that's how that one wrapped up. But then there's a funny moment where she's like, um, she's like, no, Blanche, I'm not going to do this. She's like, well, all right, you can just pay me under the table. <laughs> and she was like, oh, no, I'm not going to fall for that again. She said Dorothy did it to her once. But then she's like, and I got under the table and she left the room. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I yeah. like the thought of thinking like, oh, Dorothy owed or Rose owed Dorothy money. Uh, I don't even know how that would work. It was a yeah, but that that ending was kind of blah. I like I like the Sophia ending much better. It yeah. was a great ending to an episode. Yeah. And this is episode actually I forgot how much I like this episode. It's a yeah. good, sweet episode. It was I'm um, I'm glad it wasn't as sad as I thought it was gonna yeah. be because before we sat yeah. down to watch it, I was like, Oh, this one's gonna, gonna be, be really sad. sad. No, it wasn't it wasn't that sad. My golden takeaway from this episode is I, too, have a... So, like, chemo brain is a very real thing. And there are moments from my past. I remember this right after chemo. People would bring up things from my past, things that happened in high school, part of vacations that I went on in my 20s, things that I did, and I don't remember them. I don't remember them. They're gone. And the memories, I can be reminded of them through pictures and I can kind of remember stuff, but there are some things that I don't remember from my past. And at first, I will admit, it was incredibly jarring. Like, it was... Someone brought up a a vacation um, that we took to Florida 
That's crazy. And I don't, I don't remember going. I don't wow. remember the things that she's saying. I remember some things with Florida, but I'm, I don't connect it with that, that moment that she's remembering. And so like, I just don't remember it. And mm-hmm. it, it, it made me feel really embarrassed to like not remember things. And even now there are things I repeat myself a lot. I mean, I was going out with this guy for a while and he would always mention how sometimes I would tell the same stories because a, it's a syndrome of being a stand-up comic, mm-hmm. and you're you're so used to telling stories well, over and over and over again. You told like a six-minute story on that yes. doctor <laughs> yes. who was having sex with the dead woman. Oh yeah, yeah. In the yeah, I don't remember telling it. I don't remember telling these things, and and it's a memory thing. And you know what I've learned? I've learned to embrace it as yeah. part of my charm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oops, sorry. Well, now you're gonna hear it again. And you know what? It's a great fucking story. And you know what, too? Just, I mean, hearing something more than once, that's how things get ingrained in your brain. That's how we remember. Yeah. So I true. now remember, I remember the details of that story, <laughs> which, fascinating story. Yeah. I remember the details yeah. second time around. Yeah. So now you're helping me with my memory. Perfect. So think of it that way. Yeah. There we go. That's my golden takeaway. Embrace it. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, my golden takeaway is uh, because this episode was a little bit of a downer, um, if you are having a day. Um, that's just sort of feeling like, bleh, and you want just like a little bit of a pick-me-up, yeah. I recommend Googling Pretty in Pink, Try a Little Tenderness, <laughs> and watching that scene because there's something about John Cryer's energy and dance moves and hair and shoes and clothes in, in that song. I need that to. I need to song, see this. It just... I it that brings me a lot of joy to watch and I have a huge crush on John Cryer present John Cryer even that I think it's I don't know so it puts me in a really good mood interesting okay yeah great. I'm I enjoy it well and we enjoy you guys and if you want more of us you can go to outonthelanai.com you can also find us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash Golden, what is our Golden yeah. Girls podcast? I said Golden Girls in the last episode, I think, and I probably Golden you, Girls podcast. You can find it, guys. Golden Girls podcast and twitter.com slash Golden Girls pod. And I'm H. Ellen Scott on everything. Oh, we didn't do our personal plugs last time. That's okay. Um, they know who we are. I'm uh, Squiddy, Squid on Twitter. I am Squidzy on Instagram. And um, if you guys want uh, to donate to the podcast, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate. Um, you can do a one-time donation or you can set up a monthly donation through Patreon. It could even be as little as a dollar a month. Every dollar counts and it goes towards costs for keeping up the website and doing live shows and... What else was I going to say? Oh, and if you can't, uh, if you can't make a donation, but you still want to support the podcast, you can go to iTunes. You can leave us a nice uh, review and a rating. And I think that is it. And keep the Facebook messages and Twitter messages coming. We love talking to you guys. It seriously like makes my day to always see people talking about Golden Girls and the podcast and just how amazing the show is. Carrie has an empty package of red vines in her bag that I just took out, and I'm so sad that there's no more of them in there. You know what you, sh- you know what would make you feel better is to watch the Try a Little Tenderness video. I don't think that'll work. I want some red vines. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for listening. This has been Out on the Lanai, and don't forget to stay, stay golden. golden. And someone send me some red vines. Stand by the wine.